Today's year is dedicated, first of all, Arab Shabbat Shalom, right? Today's Friday. Uh, today's year is dedicated for the success of the State of Israel, for the success of the IDF, the Amen. return of our hostages, all of them, uh, very soon to their families. Uh, all of those who have been killed during this war. And for the Ishma is our, our intentions in how we fulfill the mitzvot, how pure are a person's intentions when fulfilling the mitzvot. When is it proper? When is it the best? When is it okay? When is it bad? We don't even want your mitzvot. So Peleo, it started with the lowest level. The, the lowest level is that a, is, is if a person views chas v'shalom, a person views Hashem, or a person views the Torah as beneath him, or as beneath her. The, the, the fact that I fulfill the mitzvot is just for show, just for you, but essentially it's, it's just something for me to use uh, in, or, in order to kosherize my own life, in order to, uh, to make my life, which is a life of wickedness, a life of evil, a life of abusing others, a life of not caring for the Torah, uh, I'm just using the Torah to put a stamp of kosher on me uh, so that I look like I'm okay. The, the, to such a person, uh, Peleoetz spoke with the, with the spirit of the prophets, the spirit of the Nevi'im, who said, They said, Hashem's language was very, very strong. Who asked you to trespass here? <laughs> I didn't ask you to come to the Ben HaMikdash. Don't come. Don't come to the temple. Don't come to the Kanisa. Please, do us all a favor. We don't need you. Don't even come. Now, then Peleoet says his next level. Uh, there, there are some people out there that they're actually God-fearing, both when they're in front of other people and whenever they're by themselves, when they're in private. You know, I, I do my best to pray with a minyan. If I'm not able to make it to the minyan, I'm going to pray at home, and I'll still do the the tefillot. I, I, you know, I keep all of the mitzvot. I keep them in front of other people. I, I keep them. Uh, I, I keep them at home at, um, by myself as well. But I like for people to see me. Yeah, I enjoy for people to see me. For people to know that I'm a good person, for people to see, for me to show myself and people to see that I am a God-fearing person, that I love Hashem, that I, that's something that I like. I want people to know me. I want people to see me. I, I, I'll do it at home. I'll do it. I'll give tzedakah. I'll give tzedakah myself, even without anybody finding out. I don't mind. I'll, I'll separate my maaser. I'll separate my 10% and I'll give it out. But I like it for people to see. I like for people to see that uh, that I'm a giver, that I'm a righteous person. So Peleot says, the truth is, a person has to know that that thought, 
the thought that enters a person's mind of I need the the thought that enters a person's mind of I need people to see me. Uh, we we have to learn to overcome that thought. We want to get to the purest intentions. We have to try to get to the level uh, that the Prophet says, Walk modestly with your Creator. Walk means that uh, I'm willing to do what's right and I'm happy to do what's right, regardless of whether I'm getting the recognition for it or not. That's the highest level to reach. If I do something and people find out uh, that people want to praise me, it's okay. It's the advice of the Yitzhar Hara. The Yitzhar Hara comes in and says, "Hey, you should feel good about yourself. <laughs> you should feel good about that people are praising you." A person should work to get himself to the point that he thinks to himself, what do I gain? Uh, did I actually become better just because somebody praised me? Did I actually, do I actually become worse if somebody, uh, if somebody berates me? If someone puts me down, you, you know what humility is? Humility and modesty is for a person to have such a clear vision of themselves. I have such a clear vision. I know what my talents are. I know what my strengths are. And I know what my faults are. And I know them in a very secure way between me and Hashem. That the way other people respond does not affect me at all. And doesn't affect my own self-image at all. Which means that if someone praises me and someone says, wow, you're amazing, you're unbelievable, I don't feel any different because I still know what my faults are. I still know where I'm lacking. And if somebody else tries to put me down on the other end, somebody berates me, it also doesn't bother me. It also doesn't affect me because I know the places that I'm good. I I don't need you to tell me. So that's the epitome of humility. The epitome of of humility and the epitome of, of epitome of modesty is when a person is so secure in themselves that between me and me and Hashem I know exactly who I am. I know I know my strengths and I know my faults and what people say is not going to change it. It doesn't change it in any way. If somebody says I'm great, that doesn't change it. If I'm not if I'm not great in a certain area, it doesn't actually make me better. And if somebody speaks down to me or puts me down, that actually doesn't make me any worse. It doesn't affect me at all. Uh, I know the areas where I'm strong. And the flip side of all of this is the ego. Ego, someone who has ego, they completely depend on everybody else. They completely depend. If somebody else is praising me, that's what means that I'm great. If somebody else is putting me down, that's what means that, uh, that that's what determines that I'm not great. So uh, that's the, uh, the balance between ego and humility. You know, a person who has ego, they depend on other people, and they depend on other people even more than they depend on Hashem. The way other people think of me uh, is even more important to my self-image and how I view myself than how Hashem thinks of me. And a person who overcomes that, who subdues the ego, a person who lives with humility, with which means walk modestly with your Creator, 
uh, has such security in themselves that I know what Hashem thinks of me. And if I know what Hashem thinks of me, it doesn't make a difference what people think of me. It's not going to affect it the way people think of me. So, uh, my, my, so a person should try to get to that goal. Peleyot says, it's okay, it's fine. Okay, him, we want you in, in Kanisa. We want you to come, to come do the mitzvah. But let me tell you about a higher level. A higher level is we, try, we should try to learn humility and modesty. That I, I don't need particularly, I, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do the mitzvot even if they don't praise me. I don't need their praise. I need Hashem to think good of me. And I don't need other people to think good of me. So my thing is, if they praise me, if they honor me, if they give me a front seat, a front row seat, because they think that I did something unbelievable, I, I, I made an amazing donation, I did uh, uh, some, uh, some amazing mitzvah, I know that either I, if, they, if, if only they smelled my faults, if only they smelled uh, where, uh, um, where I'm lacking. And even if I did do good, and even if I do deserve it, it's like a, a bird feeling amazing about itself because it has wings and, and it can fly. Said, uh, did the bird do anything that it's able to fly? No, that's Hashem created it with wings so it can fly. Hashem created us in order to do good in this world. That's, that's just us serving the purpose that we were made for. That's uh, for us to fly and for us to do, to do mitzvot. Hashem gave us the wings to do that, and that's what we're supposed to do. That's just doing what we're supposed to do. It's not doing something extra or amazing. And I know that there's only so much more that I have to do. Right? So however much they're praising me for and they're giving me honor for, I know in myself I've only done a drop in the ocean of how much I can do and how much I should be doing. They, they want to tell me, wow, you gave it, uh, you did something unbelievable. Uh, there, there's so much more that I have to do. There's so much more that I need to do. If I really calculate how much Hashem has done for me from the day I was born until today, I owe Hashem still another times a thousand, whatever I've accomplished. And actually, Hashem did a kindness for me in even allowing me to do this mitzvah that they're praising me for. The fact that I was even able to do it is not because I'm great. Is Hashem was kind enough to me to allow me to do it. So I only owe Hashem even more. That he gave me that opportunity. That's why we say Mudim twice. <laughs> the repetition of the Mudim is the same thing. You're thanking Hashem for giving us a oh, it's a to beautiful, thank you again. Yeah, it's a beautiful idea. We say uh, Mudim a second time when the Chazan says, We thank Hashem for the fact that we were able to pray. You know what that means? It, that, that's humility, that's modesty. I thank Hashem that I could pray, that, that you gave me the opportunity uh, to put me in a position that I'm able to pray. Exactly. It's beautiful. So, uh, and I should uh, not desire that honor and not allow the ego to inject itself 
into my mitzvah. Yes, or often shelolishma, kigon shelose, kedeh shelos achar tov ba'amalo. Now there's another type that's shelolishma, which is the reason why I'm doing a mitzvah is because I want to be blessed by Hashem. I I recognize the fact that I need Hashem in my life. We need Hashem. And the reason why I'm doing a mitzvah is because I want Hashem to bless me. That, it's it's basic, basic. If I if I want Hashem, I, if I need Hashem, which all of us do need Hashem, and I want Hashem to bless me in my daily life, and it could be for parnasah, it could be for honor, it could be to be able to have a family, to get married, to have children, uh, for any part of my daily life, I want Hashem to bless me. So I'm doing or or I want reward in the world to come. Uh, after I pass away, I don't want to go south. I want to go north. So, so why am I doing the mitzvah? I'm doing the mitzvah so that it's, it's not any honor, it's not any ego, it's not any need that I have from people per se, but I want the good things in life. I want the good things in life and I want Hashem to bless me in my life. Or a, a person says, I, I fear that Hashem will punish chas v'shalom. If I'm not following the Torah, I, I don't want any of the blessings to be removed, chas v'shalom. So the Azeamru, so about this type of doing a mitzvah, the rabbi said, Come, do it. You should do it. That's fine. It's not perfect. It's not the highest level that we're going to get to. But a person should learn Torah so that Hashem blesses him. That's good. If that's the reason why uh, I'm fulfilling the mitzvah, it's good. If the if I'm praying, I'm praying to Hashem so that Hashem gives me health, so that Hashem takes care of my family. If that's why I put on tefillin, if that's why I'm doing any of the mitzvot of the Torah, good. That's a great start. Come. We're, we're, uh, and Bezrat Hashem, Hashem will bless you. Why? Because what will happen, eventually over time, you're going to realize the value of what you're doing that it's actually even higher than any reward that Hashem can give you. You have to start doing it. It's only when you taste what it is that you'll eventually appreciate the greatness of what you're doing. So like the example that we give with the child in school, that we reward a child who studies hard and does well in school. And even if in the beginning the child is, uh, studies uh, just in order to get the treat that they're going to receive, just in order to get the candy or whatever it is that we're giving them, but eventually you hope that they're going to want to work because they understand the value of work. That they're going to study because they understand the inherent value of study even if they don't get rewarded for it. So, Shemitoch Shelolishma Balishma. Be'ezrat Hashem, one day you're going to realize that actually having the privilege to do a mitzvah is a higher reward, is, is greater than any blessing that Hashem could give or doesn't give. A person doesn't realize that right away. Most people don't know. We have to taste it first. We have to live it first. You have to sometimes live it for many years and then compare your life to the life of somebody who has no discipline in their life and who doesn't follow anything and see after many years what a privilege Hashem gave us that He gave us the opportunity to be able to fulfill the Torah. So, that way my, my body will become pure. And then one day, hopefully, Hashem will give us the merit to fulfill a mitzvah with 100% complete pure intentions and nothing to gain. 
אמנם עיקר העבודה צריך שתהיה לשמה, ואם לא כן נמצא שאינה עוברת בורו. It's just letting you know, it's still not the highest level. The highest level is not to do it for the private, but this is good. This, we want people. That's why very often we'll say, you, if you buy this, you, you give this tzedakah uh, to the synagogue, Hashem will bless you with parnasah. This mitzvah can, can, can bring parnasah. You do this mitzvah, it can bring you health. It's good for people to fulfill mitzvah, fulfill, fulfill mitzvah for that person. It's not the best way, it's not the highest way. Eventually, hopefully, you get to a point where you realize the mitzvah itself is much higher and much greater than any blessing that comes with it, but we encourage people to do that. We encourage people to do that. Now, what is the lishma aspect? How does a person get to the level that I do a mitzvah with complete, complete purity, complete, pure intentions, uh, without thinking of myself at all, in any way, completely for the sake of Hashem, the Shem Shamayim. Uh, we're going to have to pause over here, because it's wow, <laughs> Shabbat, a cliffhanger, and we're going to have to get to this Bezrat Hashem next week. Shabbat Shalom, we wish everybody Shabbat Shalom. Happiest Friday.